0: Welcome to PCOM Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Feldstein. Clinical clerkships are an exciting time for our students as it provides the opportunity to gain hands-on experience in the healthcare field. For students in the Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine program, these clinical clerkships take place during their third and fourth year of medical school in clinic and hospital settings, where students are able to work with and learn from providers and patients. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Michael Becker, Associate Dean of Clinical Education for PCOM, and Dr. Marla Golden, Associate Dean of Clinical Education for PCOM Georgia and PCOM South Georgia. Both Dr. Becker and Dr. Golden play a vital role in securing clinical clerkship placements for our DO students. Their commitment to clinical education ensures our students gain the hands-on experience they will need to serve their future patients. Welcome Dr. Becker and Dr. Golden. Good morning. Good morning, Good Dr. Morning. Feldstein. Good
1: morning, Dr. Feldstein. Thank you for having
0: us. So I have a couple questions for each of you. How can our students best prepare for success during their clerkships?
2: I think the first item I would really recommend to students is to work very hard in their preclinical years. You know, those first two years, they learn the science behind diseases and diagnoses. And um, I think that they need to learn the the basics of the pathology and the physiology so that when they go out on rotations, they'll be able to really understand the patient. You know, in PCOM-1, which is the consolidated curriculum for all three campuses, the first year they examine what normal is in the human body. And then in the second year they look at abnormal and that's a really good kickoff for them to start clerkship. I guess my second item would be primary care skills. You know, while primary care skills, or we call it PCS, is not on complex level one, it's critical to learn and master the history and physical, how to present, how to write a note, how to enter basic orders, and then generate a working diagnosis, a differential diagnosis, and then a threefold plan. You know, we teach them about the threefold plan being diagnostic, therapeutic, and educational. Another item I'd recommend is something I learned from my predecessor, Dr. Joe Kazmarczyk. He always recommended to students that they need to learn to be comfortable with ambiguity, uncertainty, and change. And you know, when you go out into the hospitals, when you go out into the offices, things aren't black and white. Uh, we teach them what the right answer is in the first two years, and that's how they learn how to take a test. But when they go out and see a patient, it's not necessarily always cut and dry. We want them to learn to pursue knowledge and to experience knowledge you know, being out in the clerkships is the ultimate active learning experience. Um, and I guess the last but most important lesson I always recommend for students to be successful is, remember, it's not about you, it's about the patient. It's always about the patient. And I think that's helpful for the students to understand that. Dr. Golden, what do you think?
1: Well, I would certainly agree with everything that Michael said. Uh, establishing a strong fund of knowledge in the basic sciences is critical. Uh, as is mastering the history and physical, because that's truly how they will communicate with their colleagues about patients for the rest of their careers. I would add two more things. I would like them to uh, spend their two years in OMM, an osteopathic manipulative medicine course to gain an excellent grasp of our osteopathic principles and practice that are really at the basis of who we are as osteopathic physicians. And if they do this and they move into their clinical years, they'll be able to apply this comprehensive frame of reference and approach to every patient they treat. And lastly, I would say uh, to them that they should pace themselves and be consistent. This is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. They need to have balance in their days, but they need to plan to work every day.
0: In your opinion, why are clerkships so important for our students' future careers in medicine?
1: Oh, they are really where the uh, students start to apply everything they've learned in their first and second didactic years. They get out into the clinical setting and I believe they continue to develop their professional identity as a physician, as they learn how to work with patients as well as other professionals in the healthcare setting. They hone their listening skills by taking those histories with actual patients they perfect their examination skills, and all of this will give them what they need to be able to work patients up and manage their cases. Hopefully, uh, they will learn to deliver respectful, compassionate care, never forgetting that these are people that we treat and not just diseases or problems in addition to that i guess i would say that everything they do in the clinical years prepares them for their residency training programs where they pursue their specialty training in their area of choice and so each rotation is an opportunity for them to explore the different specialties of medicine and to make critical connections with program directors and other clinicians at hospitals and in offices yeah I- I guess I have a couple other items to add
2: to Dr. Goldman's response. You know, we understand that the the mission of the DO program is to to produce a competent uh, postgraduate year one, a first year resident, first year intern. And obviously the clerkships are the training ground for that. It's also the opportunity for students to focus on the other competencies of osteopathic uh, medical education, primarily year one and year two, is about medical knowledge, and we're trying to get our students to learn as much as they possibly can before they go out. But once they go out on clerkships, they get to work on other competencies like their patient care, their communication skills, uh, both writing a note as well as presenting a case, just being professional, uh, learning how to improve practices, uh, learn about a culture of safety, and then also learning about the, the system of medicine in our country and how Uh, themselves as well as the services that they're on or the institutions that they work in are part of this big uh, U.S. medical system. You know, clerkships can be, especially if the students in a core clinical campus, uh, it can be a one-year audition when they're there for their third year. You know, students in J groups, like how I think we all trained where we went from place to place every four weeks, you can kind of hide and show your best self. But when you're at a place for a year, everybody gets to see who you really are and how you perform. So I think it's a great opportunity for students if they like to go to their hospital for residency that they've been in for a core campus. I think another thing that students really can pick up on clerkships is is learning networking. Our profession, it's necessary to learn how to network because we we all care for each other. We take care of each other. We also learn to help each other out. And I think that that's a a key concept that students can pick up on clerkship. One of our accreditation standards from COCA, which is the Committee on Osteopathic Colleges uh, Accreditation, we have to make sure that our students have interprofessional education or IPE. And they certainly get that in the classroom in the year one and year two. But if you think about when they're out on clerkships, they're living interprofessional education. The students really understand what it's like to work in a team of competent healthcare uh, professionals and how the teamwork is what best helps to take care of the patient. And also, I think the students learn how to practice self-awareness. You know, they get to see a patient, but they also get to go home in the afternoon, in the evening, you know, and just think about what they did that day, how they related to a patient, how they related to their attendings, their residents, and see what they can do to make improvements for the next day. Dr. Feldstein, how have you seen these clerkships change over the last 10 years?
0: Well, Dr. Becker, I think you alluded to one of the major changes in our day, you know, We the, the so-called J group, you went to different hospitals for different rotations. And the evolution of a core clinical campus has really occurred over the last 10 years, is where students can go spend a year uh, doing all their core rotations and really decide, as you said, it's a one-year audition rotation to see if that's where they want to do their residency, that's where we want to stay, and also gives the institution a chance to look at them. So that's one of the major changes. The second, and probably the most critical that two of you are very well aware of, is the clerkships are few and far between. It's a very competitive environment with more and more osteopathic schools, larger allopathic classes, and competing for White Coat Space with other clinical programs, whether it be physician's assistant programs, nurse practitioner programs. It's just very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really have to put a lot of energy and effort, which the two of you do an amazing job, continuing to make sure we have clerkships of value for our students in an ever-changing environment. We could have a great relationship with a hospital and tomorrow gets sold. Or two years from now, it closes. Mm -hmm. And as more and more care goes outpatient, you know, we've got to adapt. So I'm sure there'll be more changes in the next 10 years for clerkships.
2: Well, I I think obviously the whole space of clerkships is a very dynamic environment, like you said. Um, I think another one, when we think about when we were in school, our patients were in the hospital a whole lot longer. And that's not the way it is anymore. So, the opportunities to really learn more on a patient isn't really there because when a patient's admitted to the hospital, the first thing the attending's thinking about is discharge. So, I, I think that that's definitely been a change. Um, and certainly, more and more of medicine is in the outpatient environment. And, uh, you know, we have to learn to be more and more comfortable with having our students get outpatient medical education.
0: No, I I think you raise a good point. I I mean, I always say to people, if you really want to get a good clinical experience in terms of patient care over an extended period of time, we should have more of our students in nursing homes. Mm -hmm. We should have more of our students in assisted living villages Yeah, because that's where you see chronic disease. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically the longest length to stay in a hospital now is in the ICU. (laughs) If you're not in an ICU, your patient's gone in two or three days and 50% 50% of the surgeries that used to be inpatient when we were all doing rotations, they're all outpatients now. Yeah, They're in ambulatory care centers. They're gone. You don't even see them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, it's the evolution of medicine, and we'll evolve with it, hopefully
2: leading it and
0: not following it.
2: Oh, I agree. Dr. Golden, do you have any thoughts about that, about how you've seen clerkships change over the last 10 years?
1: Well, you know, I always have a thought. have something to say, but I would have to agree. I mean, we see whole hospital systems being bought by larger systems, which effectively shrinks the the pool, if you will, or the opportunities at various uh, institutions. But beyond that, the technological advances in medicine truly have an impact on students as well. Um, They've changed the way we do things. We have electronic medical records now. We have information at our fingertips. And so that that, um, puts us in a place where the pace is much higher, much faster. And um, the time to diagnosis is shorter. Effective treatment plans are put into place very quickly. And so I think with all of the changes and how it's impacted our clerkships um, externally, there are some real true uh, changes internally, if you will, to the actual structure of a clerkship. They are more structured now. They are more competitive. Um, there's required elements of curriculum. There's an expectation that the students will have a mastery of certain basic clinical skills that you know, we even, learned once we were out there and they are expected to know know it when they get there. And so I think there are many changes, specialty specific examinations at the end of each month as we call them the COMAT exams um, in their core rotations. There are a lot of assignments and metrics and um, benchmarks that our students need to hit while on those clerkships when in the past, we were happy to follow our preceptor around and learn everything about anybody who walked in the door, but it might not be, you know, the representation of that core specialty in its entirety. Whereas now we try to expose our students to as much of a specialty as we can in each core rotation. And so there are problems and, uh, I guess, new challenges. I won't call them problems. It is the evolution of medicine. With all of those advances, I think we embrace them and we step up to the challenge and come up with innovative ways to um, prepare our students and um, get them through their clerkships so they'll be ready for residency and to practice. Thanks.
2: One of the ways that PCOM has responded to being innovative with our clerkships is we have uh, online blended learning for all the core rotations. So we have uh, preceptors that are online preceptors. And because hospital business is so fast paced, there isn't that time where an attending or a resident could stop for a half hour and give a lecture. Our students are getting a lot of their didactic information uh, on the online blended learning. And I think that that's really helped our students prepare for these COMAD exams or or what some some docs would know as shelf exams. But also we know how really important now since COMLEX and and Level 1 and USMLE Step 1 are both pass fail, you know, our students are going to be looked at in terms of how they score on their Level 2 CE exam or Step 2. And uh, I think that the online blended learning is going to really help prepare them to do better on those exams which could translate into being more of an attractive candidate when it comes time for uh, residency interviews in the future. Thank you both for those uh, insights.
1: Well, I think I have a question for you, Dr. Feldstein. What would be your advice to students starting their clinical education today?
0: That's a great question. It's almost the same advice I give them at orientation on their first day. I mean, medicine is an ever-changing field. And you've always got to be curious. And it's lifelong learning. And the rotations are really, I think, where students have to take responsibility for their own education. You know, we've got lectures in the first two years. It's didactic. It's programmed. Everybody gets the same material delivered to them. But when you're on a rotation, with the exception of the, the hybrid learning, it's really up to you. And you make the clinical rotation, you make clinical education what you want it to be. You will get as much out of it as you put into it. And if the, ro- if the rotation, your hours are seven to five, and you want to stay longer, or there's an attending you want to follow, or there's a fellow that you want to follow, that's your opportunity to set yourself apart. So it, it's really your commitment to it that's going to determine the success of your clinical education and it, you know read 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 and read and never stop reading whether it's online your phone your laptop whatever it is because that is to me that's the cha- that's the beauty of healthcare and medicine is you're a perpetual student that's wh- that's one of my answers to that question the second one it's unfortunate there's so much pressure for residencies today and on board performance because I think a lot of students sell themselves short on the rotations year because they're so focused on going where they may want to do a residency that maybe they don't want to go to a small community hospital, whether it's urban or rural, and they're actually losing out on an opportunity to, to really be hands-on in the third and fourth year. I know many of us got to do a lot that basically today's students they're not allowed to do, either because there's a fourth year ahead of them an intern ahead of them, a fellow ahead of them. So they're basically watching clinical care. They're not participating actively in clinical care. So if at all possible, I think, you know, in their fourth year, they should do those type of electives because it it gives them a better overall experience. That would be my my two gems for today, the two pearls of advice that I would give today. And I'd probably give the same answer 10 years from now.
1: The uh, statewide AHEC uh, in Georgia did a uh, focus group and asked preceptors what their number one thing would be if they had students in front of them, what did they want from a student? And to your point, they said they want active, interested learners. They understand that not every student will want to do their specialty, but for the time that they're there, They want them to be interested and understand that there's always a lesson to learn. The point you bring up about the community hospitals is truly key. The students get to do a lot of hands-on work there. And although I think they should expose themselves to tertiary care center experiences, I also believe that that community-based experience is invaluable. What do you think?
2: I, I guess I would maybe be PCOM centric here in that question, Dr. Golden, you know, I I would want to make sure that the students remember that they are from PCOM and they're well-trained. So when they go out on the clerkships, they really are, they're ready, they're prepared Um, and make sure that they understand that they represent the PCOM brand. I think that our brand is extremely powerful and it helps our students get opportunities that other medical schools might not have. You know, and I guess if they're rotating on a hospital floor and they see DO on somebody's name tag, they should go up and find out did they graduate from PCOM. Because I think that we all realize when, you know, alumni took care of us when we were students on rotation. And I think that's ingrained of all of us that are DOs is to take care of the, of, the, of the group of DOs that are coming after us. And um, they, should, they should seek out alumni because those alumni could connect them. They could help them with networking. They could, they could just give them some extra special care that does make a student feel well when they're caring for a patient in the ICU or when they're uh, trying to figure out what to do with a patient. A PCOM alum would always step up and help them out. You know, uh, Dr. Becker, that's
0: a really good point that we can't. Overemphasize that when students go out on rotations, they are representing PCOM. Not just themselves, but our institution, which is why I think why we put so much energy and effort to making sure they're well prepared and well trained. The second thing is what we tell our residents when they come for orientation is don't forget what it's like to be a student. So when you're when you're a fourth-year student, don't forget what it's like to be a third-year student. You know, be there to help that person, because we're all trying to do the same thing and that's take care of patients the best way we can. So on that note, I'd like to thank you Dr. Becker and Dr. Golden, for joining us today and thank to all of our outstanding preceptors and faculty members who work hard to secure clinical education opportunities and make these clerkships possible. To listen to past episodes of this podcast and become a subscriber, Visit our SoundCloud page or find us on iTunes by searching Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm Jay Feldstein, and this has been PCOM Perspectives.